I do believe in absolute and utter self-accountability as a man. I think as a man, everything that happens to you is your fault. Me going to jail was my fault. Me being attacked online was my fault. If all these bad things that happened to me, I will take responsibility for, even if I believe they were unfair or unjust. And I think that any man who's going to sit there and say, I'm, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, he also needs to wake up and understand that if you're going to truly struggle to not click on a website, then you're going to deserve the terrible life you're going to live. And the devil or the matrix or whoever you want to call them are going to fill your life with temptations. They're going to fill your life with easy way outs that they're going to want you to take because the good road is usually the hardest road. And if you're going to continue to fall for them, then you're going to have to suffer the consequences of that. So it's, it's, it's double-edged. It's certainly difficult that pornography is everywhere and men are struggling with it. But to me, what's even more upsetting is that these men don't have enough fortitude and enough mental strength to wake up and say, I'm better than that. But, but, but this, is, this is the thing. When you attack a man's mental fortitude on one issue, you attack it on all issues. This is why it's done purposefully. To resist a slave mind, you need to be able to resist in the first place. How can you resist a slave mind if you have no physicality, you have no willpower, no ability to mentally resist anything? Well, then what are you going to end up doing? You're going to end up eating the bugs and watching the porn and sitting in front of your computer. And that's what they want from, from people. So I think that it's actually all very interconnected. People come at me with the porn problem and I get the same thing. Guys say to me all the time, hey, what are you gonna do? What should I do? I struggle with pornography. And I say, that's because you have nothing else in your life in order. If you were in good physical condition and you had the money you were supposed to have and you had the mentality you were supposed to have, you wouldn't need it. So the reason you're so addicted to porn is because everything else in your life is a failure. And yeah, it's certainly a complicated issue. It's a difficult one. And this is why they fear male agency so much, because when men truly wake up and decide to be the best versions of themselves, they're hard to control because all these control mechanisms fall by the wayside. They don't want the porn anymore. They don't want the antidepressants anymore. They don't want the garbage anymore. And now you have a whole bunch of men who actually want truth and honor and respect, and they want to live for something. And then what are they going to live for? They're going to want to be brave. They're going to want to do the right thing, regardless of how dangerous it may be for their own personal circumstance. And that sounds like a difficult population to enslave. I mean, that's, that's what's scary. And I think that the best thing you can possibly do as a man is prepare for the endless difficulty that's going to come your way. There's no, there's no way out as a man. You're either going to have a very difficult life to become somebody important, or you're going to suffer the difficulty, difficulty of being invisible. What do you want to do? You want to be invisible and just hide and, and work in Starbucks? And, or do you want to go out there and be top G and be the most famous man in the world and have government agencies trying to lock you up for no reason, putting you in a dungeon? You have to make a choice. It's going to be difficult either way. I've said this many times before, but I'm going to say it again. I don't think many people understand exactly how competitive the masculine world is. Men are constantly in competition with each other. We always have been. We used to go to war and fight. But all in all, you're wasting time in a hyper-competitive world where people like me who perform regardless of how they feel are just going to perpetually bury you. And then you're going to sit there and wake up and go, why am I a loser? Well, because when Andrew was sad, he continued to perform. When Andrew was in jail, his business didn't fall apart. He was doing push-ups every day. His body didn't fall apart. Nothing about his life degraded when he was in a jail cell surrounded by cockroaches. You're in a plushy bed at home, crying about what? And you expect to, the male world's hyper-competitive. That's the reality of the masculine world because we've evolved, if you believe in evolution, but I, my, my views are mixed, but we've evolved to be in this position where we're constantly analyzing possible threats and we're constantly analyzing people who, who perhaps are on our team or snakes, etc. And I think that not many people understand exactly how brutally competitive the masculine world is. And I think the worst thing you can do for a son is just to raise him in a bubble. I, my dad, I'll say here, people lose their minds. My dad used to just randomly push me over. I'd be like three. He just said, not hard, but just get up, boy. 
okay? <laughs> mom would be like, why are you doing that, son? He's like, you get pushed over, that's life. My mom hated that she did that to me. But uh, yeah, I, I can give him nothing but praise. I, I'm really so thankful I had the, the upbringing I had. Motivation isn't real. Motivation is not a real thing. People who train every day don't want to train every day. They are not motivated to train every day. They are something else. Motivation is the wrong word. They are not motivated. It's called discipline. It's called being a man. It's not about feeling like doing it. If you only do things you feel like doing, you know what you end up doing? What? You end up sitting around with a belly, drinking soya fucking latte bullshit. That's what you end up doing if you only do what you feel like doing. You have to wake up and say, I don't feel like training, but I must train. I will only drink water. I will stop being a loser. You need to do what you're supposed to do, not what you feel like fucking doing. That's the difference between a man and a fucking child. You do not become a man doing what you feel like doing. You become a man doing what you're supposed to fucking do. It's your duty. It is your duty to not be a fat piece of shit. You don't get anywhere in life without discipline. Truthfully, to be truly a man, the absolute true marker of a man is his ability to do the things he doesn't feel like doing. Self-motivation. I don't know why we call it self-motivation. It's really the only kind there is. You got to motivate yourself. I learned some of those lessons early. I built a little sales organization way back in those early days. I'm 25. I said, I'm going to make these people successful if it kills me. I almost died. <laughs> See, I've discovered this. Good people are not trained. They're found. But too much training probably means you got the wrong people. Somebody says, well, just motivate this guy. He'll be all right. Just motivate him. Get him turned on. Probably not. If a guy's an idiot, you motivate him. Now you got a motivated idiot. No, he won't be all right. So it takes self-motivation to really alter your life. The guy says, boy, if somebody just come by and turn me on, what if they don't show up? <laughs> See, you've got to have a better plan for your life. Somebody says, well, I expected you just come get motivated today. Well, that probably won't do it. Life change does not start with inspiration. Life change starts with education. Let me give you three steps to start life change that can change your life, your personality, your lifestyle, everything can change. The first key to doing better is find out. To change your life, really, you need ideas. At first, I didn't have any money. I said to Mr. Shove, I don't have any money. He said, that's not a problem. The problem is lack of an idea on how to create money and wealth. So if you get the ideas, see, so you can change anything. Now, to get ideas, you need a constant study of finding out. Find out how things work. Shof gave me this word for my life change. He said, study. If you wish to be successful, study success. If you wish to be wealthy, study wealth. Don't leave it to chance. Some people just go through the day with their fingers crossed. You've got to study the things that can change your economic, social, spiritual, personal life. Now, here's a qualifying phrase. You may not be able to do all you find out, but you should find out all you can do. Now, here's the best human virtue for finding out. Curiosity. Be curious. Childish curiosity. What will kids do if they want to know something bad enough? Bug you, that's the phrase. 
they'll drive you to the brink. In fact, Jesus, the master teacher said, unless you can become like little children, you might as well forget it. You don't have a prayer. Four ways, in my opinion, to be like a child. Number one is curiosity. Number two is excitement. Third is faith. Have faith like a child. Adults are too skeptical. And fourth is trust. Now, if you're curious, let me give you three ways to find out how to change anything. Number one is to read. All of the successful people I know and work with around the world, they're all good readers. Okay, I say, really, for life change, you gotta read. See, one book might save you five years. Did you know there's books on how to be stronger? Be a speaker, be a leader, develop your personality. Did you know there's books on that? And people don't read them? How would you explain that? The guy's busy, I guess. The guy says, well, yeah, you work where I work, but the time you struggle home, it's late. You can't sit up half the night reading, 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 reading. And the guy's behind on his car payment. Hard worker, sincere. You got to be better than a good worker. You got to be a good reader. Remember, there's only two ways you learn. From somebody or from what somebody wrote down or recorded. Well, of course you got to put in the work, but I'll tell you this. If you just work hard and forget to work smart, you're not going to accomplish much either. Just do stuff. Just work hard. Well, a lot of people work hard and aren't successful. The goal is to work less and do more. The goal is to work half as much and get twice the results. Using mentors, using books increases the odds of success. It's not a guarantee because you still got to put in the work. But I'll tell you this, you got a poor hand and you just try to work your way, you're still going to lose. Isaac Newton said, if I'm great, it's because I stand on the shoulder of giants. If you think you don't need shoulders of giants, I can guess how much money is going to be in your bank account soon. It ain't as much as you could if you listen to smart people. The whole world is governed by laws, the universe, in fact. Now that we find ourselves on the spinning planet, you just have to learn what I call the setup. And we should learn the setup for two basic reasons. Number one, to keep from getting hurt. See, economically, socially, personally, you can get hurt just not knowing. You gotta know or you're gonna get hurt. You don't have to like the setup. That's not what's important, but it is important to learn how it is. Ignorance is not bliss. Make sure you get the information. See, there's nothing worse than being stupid. Nothing. So make sure you get the information. It's key. Now, here's the second reason for learning to benefit. Now, here's two of the basic laws. They come from the Bible. And it goes something like this. Whatever you don't use, you lose. If you tie your arm to your body, leave it there long enough, you'll never use it again. The only way to keep the use of this arm is what? Keep using it. If you quit, you lose. You lose automatically when you quit. Now, the same thing that goes for your arm goes for your brain. The same thing goes for all the human virtues. Strong feelings, unused, diminish. Ambition, unused, declines. Energy, unused, decreases. Faith, unused, decreases. It's a law. Most people go through life never using the power they have. Repeat after me, please. If you don't use it, 
you lose it. See, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't use your talents, if you don't use this force that you have within you, you're going to lose it. If you have the ability to write, and if you don't write, you're going to lose the ability to write as well as you do right now. And I one time, at one point in my life, I missed speaking for around six months. And when I came up before an audience, I could not get my thoughts together. I could not have the kind of confidence that I needed in order to make it happen. So whatever you want to do, whatever idea that you have, the longer that you're sitting on that idea, you are either creating or you are disintegrating. If you're not using it, your skills are diminishing every day. If you don't use today, what? It's lost. So here's one of the key expressions of the evening. Take a new inventory of yourself and make sure that all of your talent and ability and mentality and strong feelings, faith, courage, make sure that all you've got is being used. Otherwise, you lose. Just find one thing and just decide that you're going to work with it until it gives you the blessing that you want and don't let up on it. And knowing that whatever you do, you can better your best. That whatever you are achieving right now, only a tip of the iceberg of what's possible for you.